bad babes. Honestly, the Monday mail mail gets funnier and funnier. I read them and I'm like, I am obsessed with you guys. And I'm not exaggerating. Sometimes I read them and I'm like, this exact thing has happened to me. I feel like I'm unpunked. But that's a good sign. We're all going through the same things. That was why we started this podcast. We're all going through the same shit. So our first Monday mail mail is Katie. She said, my boyfriend is so weird about his phone. I know people like to have it nearby, but it's out of control. He will step out of the car to pump gas and takes it with him for those 20 seconds it takes for him to pay and start the pump. What is this man hiding that he can't leave his phone in the car with me for a few seconds? Katie. Now, I do think there's something off about this. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm one of those people who is very weird about my phone. There could li- It could literally be wiped clean, like factory reset, and I don't like to leave it by people. I don't know why. I don't just can't. It's like a trust issue thing. I don't know. I hate it. But this seems excessive that he can't step out of the car really quick. Like, what are you going to do for 15 seconds while he swipes his card and enters his pin and sits right back down? Also, cars have windows. Did you tell him that? Because he can see you. When you're pumping gas, you can literally see the person. So I don't know why he's acting like you're in some cave with his phone for 90 minutes. That does seem a little bit excessive, but at the same time, I don't know if I would say something because some people are actually innocent and they just don't like it. But it's hard to tell, right? Like, very hard to tell. He might have an ex-girlfriend that was insane that would, like, dig through everything and be like, who is this? And he's like, that's literally my cousin and that's literally my mom. And But and maybe he has trauma from that. I don't know enough. You need to send me more details. Does he like turn his screen away from you when he is on his phone next to you? I need to know more detail, but just try not to say anything for now. I wouldn't say anything for now. This next one from Madeline really hit close to home. It like hurts a little bit. Okay, Madeline said, my boyfriend seems to make more time for his homies than for me. I understand how important it is for a guy to keep his friends even when he's in a relationship, but it really seems like he likes them more. When will this phase end that he's in where he's obsessed with his friends? Madeline, that is so hard to tell. Only time will tell when this phase will end and who's to say it's even a phase. When I go to the bars or something and I see like guys that are 40s, 50s, they're literally talking about high school. They're like, dude, that was insane when you did it. And I'm like, you are way too old to still be doing this. But you know, who am I to say that? But I'm just trying to tell you that I've witnessed people and I'm like, maybe it's not a phase. Maybe this is a lifetime bromance. This might be a lifetime part of his guy identity. That was good. Guy identity. The bromance lives on sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. I've seen even some of my high school friends already be like, nah, I don't talk to them anymore. Who knows? I feel like the more important thing is that he is making time for you more than it is that he has these friends that he really likes. I wouldn't care if he had them and if he hung out with them a lot as long as I felt important. So that might be the root of the issue. So maybe establish certain times where you're going to hang out and 
just never let those plans fall through. But I feel you. That was our second Monday mail mail, so you already know what's coming. We are about to dive in to some icky pickies. <coughs> that sound might never get old. Okay, I'm gonna start us off with an icky picky because like I said, I have a lot of these in the chamber and I'm gonna throw one out to you guys right now. And I'm gonna be honest, this one isn't actually icky. Sometimes they're not icky, they're just like cringe or funny. And this one I just thought was funny. So this guy goes, his first message to me is, what are the negatives of eating a clock? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I didn't know what to say and I pulled this out of my but I literally just go, I don't know, only time will tell. <laughs> and then he goes, whoa, yours is pretty good too. But it would also be time consuming. Okay, so that part was fine. Then out of nowhere, so I didn't answer that one. I just thought it would be funny to like answer his joke. And then out of nowhere, he says, I guess you don't want to meet my bunny, frowny face. Okay. Honestly, if I was bored one day and I was scrolling through like my old match messages... I would probably pass the clock one and be like, okay, that was like a goofy guy. Like he wasn't gross. I want to maybe message him now. I have no one to talk to and I'll give him a chance. Now that he sent the bunny one, it's never going to happen. And I wish he knew that. So the takeaway for guys from this is if a girl doesn't answer your Tinder message for specifically Tinder, not other social media she probably doesn't want to talk at least then. She's either talking to someone else or she's like, eh. So don't send a new one because I would have maybe messaged him in the future and I don't want to now because of the bunny. I don't know if that was like a metaphor for something or if he actually has a bunny. He seems like goofy and he probably really means a bunny, but I don't want to now. So don't double message on a dating app. Unless... You have been having a good conversation and you sent something kind of dry like, haha, yeah. And then she's like, okay, I don't know what to say to that. So she might not answer. And then you can say something like, so what are you up to? That's so different. That's so different. But what he said to me wasn't dry. I could have easily answered. And I think he should know that. And I didn't. Oh my God, if he hears this, honestly, if you hear this right now, you know who you are. That's a very <laughs> unique pickup line. I feel bad that I put you on blast like this. Triple message me. Let's do this. Honestly, I'll make you the exception. One time exception. Triple message me and we can work this out. I think we can work through this. You know who you are. Hit my line. Guys, I should have led with this next icky picky. I forgot about it. I think that happens when you go through something terrible. Your mind sort of blocks it out. I can't believe I didn't lead with this one. But like I said, I was trying to forget. So for those of you who don't know, I love g Easy. I honestly, I want to be friends with him. I get him. I'm a Gemini. We're on the same wavelength. I've met him. And because I've met him, I do have a photo with him. And the photo with him is on my dating app. So I told you guys that I dislike Hinge, but I still get messages on there. And I have the g Easy photo on there. This guy who is average, I mean, to me, g Easy is a 10 because I like his soul. So to me, it's very hard to be like, that guy is hotter than g Easy. It might not happen. So this man goes, you got to fill me in on g Easy. He's almost as good looking as I am. 
Sir, absolutely not. And this is what I responded. You guys are a similar height. I'll give you that. Then, like an idiot, he sent back, I make g Easy look like a Dollar Tree Ryan Gosling. And this is really funny now that I'm looking back at this. I just sent back, wow. <laughs> I was like actually mad. I just sent back, wow. And he sent back, what's a man without confidence? Sir, no. That's not the type of confidence I'm looking for because confident guys don't tear other guys down. I feel the same way when it has to do with girls. When you're confident, you don't shit talk like that. You actually seem insecure and stop talking shit about g Easy, or I'm going to unmatch you. <laughs> I just got really passionate about that and I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry. Don't ever come for g Easy. We are both Geminis and we will fuck you up. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, guys, do you hear that? The train's coming. All aboard the Hot Mess Express. Ah, yes, the one-way ticket runaway train to Cringeville. So I lie awake some nights and I think about my purpose. And I have finally discovered that I think God sent me here to step on guys' feet. Apparently, I can't stop. This happens way too often. I think I talked about this in my episode one or two about the guy whose shoes I stepped on and it was literally like I was aiming for them and I obviously wasn't. What is going on? I do remember being younger and I would go to the mall with my sister and she would always like move me out of the way and be like, walk in a straight line because I would always like step on her ankles on accident and I don't know what makes me walk directly to someone's feet and just step on them like one, two. I think I need like attachments that go around my ankles that have like bumper pads on them because I need a physical force to stop it because I will do it. And obviously it's science. The bigger their foot is, like the more likely <laughs> I'm going to land on it. So when I was meeting g Easy, for example, to tie this all together, his feet have length, a lot of length. And because I'm so paranoid about stepping on people's feet, I'm like, oh my God, there is so much length on this foot. And I should have been thinking other things that you think when you meet someone that you like, you know? And instead, there's this voice in my head being like, you're gonna step on them. Guys, though, I somehow did not step on them. Don't worry, though, the next time I meet him, I probably will step on them. And I probably will step on every rapper's feet that I meet. So I guess my hobbies include stepping on rappers' feet. Anyway, so the whole point of this hot mess express, it does have to do with me stepping on another fucking person's foot, but I had to just give you that intro. So the newest case has to do with a specimen named Matthew. Oh my goodness. So Matthew and I are playing beer pong. I don't see this man a lot. We both go to college in Chicago, but not the same college, but our friends overlap a little bit and we do play beer pong together and we're undefeated. We're a good duo. The only problem is I need to stop stepping on his feet. Guys, how do I stop stepping on people's feet? How? I need them. I need like hooves. 
So anyway, this happened and I thought, nope, we need a system because this isn't happening again. So my new rule is when I go to hug someone, which we were hugging during the game because we're like, yeah, and when we like give each other a hug, from now on when I hug someone, I tested this out with my sister. When I hug someone, I am going to keep about a foot apart, no pun intended, a foot apart from our feet. So our feet have a one foot gap and I sort of lean at the hip. So I'm shaped kind of like an obtuse angle. My feet are far from them and I'm just bending at the hip. So I'm sort of shaped like an L. And that's a criticism I'm willing to take. I'm willing to have them be like, oh, dude, she gives the weirdest hugs. I already give bad hugs as it is. We might as well just pile this on and make it one big problem. I'm bad at hugging. You will not say that I step on people's feet. And that is what matters to me more than that. So bad babes, I will not step on anyone's feet today. You will not step on anyone's feet today. None of us will step on anyone's feet today. And we will kick ass and I will see you next episode. But always remember that guy just can't.